Hey, I want to talk to you. Let me talk to you real quick. Hey, come here. Come here. Come here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell you something. Hey, come here. Come here. Hey, just, just come here, man. Let me t- let me tell let me tell you something real quick, man. Just, just come on. What it do, everybody? Last episode to close out the regular season. Congratulations to East Tennessee State on winning the SoCon. Job well done. Just a terrific season by you guys. Uh dismantling an SEC football team. I uh, could have easily went 10-0 this season. Uh, I think they played a mox again. I think they win that game, hands down. J- just an incredible run. Um, I- I'm I'm excited to see what you guys will do in the playoffs. Best of luck, because I'm-, I'm willing to bet you'll play Kennesaw State in the second round. I think that's a given. Um, it's going to be a great game. I can't wait to see that game on December 4th, if I'm not mistaken. Looking forward to watching that football game. All right. And I also do owe you guys an apology. I had pitched you guys as fifth, as a middle of the pack team to finish in the conference. You proved me wrong. You ended up winning it out. So my apologies. Heck of a game. Tyler Rydell, MVP of that game. Honestly, I mean, just just incredible poise. He played outstanding. Needed to see him play well in the passing game. He did that. Just, I'm excited to see what, what comes next. I really am. And... I'm going to save my end-of-the-year end of review um, for a lot of these teams uh, for next for next week. Um, and for ETSU, after their, after their last game, I'll, I'll kind of save it for that. But just, just a tremendous time and tremendous season uh, for a lot of teams. And I, I'm excited to see what the future holds. So let's just go ahead and start, just review the, the matchups we had Saturday. And I want to start with a matchup that I wasn't expecting to be as – entertaining as it was and that was vmi in western carolina if you're not worried about western and what they will do next season you better start worrying western is very similar to how i think mercer was last fall and spring just figuring things out um don't know exactly what to expect out of some of the guys that you have but a, a very bright future ahead blew out vmi who has played really well this season final score is 52 to 24 rogan wells Went 30 for 51, uh, a yard short from 400 yards passing and four touchdowns. Also led in rushing. It came out defense, forced three turnovers, and gave up uh, 428 yards of offense to VMI. So it, it was not a bad day. I'm, I'm extremely pleased with what I saw from Rogan Wells. Um, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think he will be graduating and um, he will be leaving Western Carolina to pursue other ventures. And if he's not, well, Western's definitely poised to, to, to probably end up being the top three team, if not middle of the pack team, when this season starts back up. I mean, they, they just have a lot of talent. They they can be really, really good. I mean, they can, sure, they got some things they can, they got to clean up, but, man, they can, they can have a squad. You know, you just can't forget about that. All right, let me talk a little bit about VMI. Um, Very disappointing, honestly. A very disappointing way to end the season. Like that, you go pretty much undefeated minus one game in the spring season. You win the conference outright, um, and you ha- you play a pretty tight game against James Madison, then turn around in the fall, and you just completely just poop to bed. You just play terrible. I mean, it was just really bad. Nothing like how they, they played in the spring. Honestly, it just proves how much – of what that spring season was in terms of it being a fluke. Don't get me wrong. VMI has some great players or 
<laughs> let me rephrase. They had some great players because that is not the, that will not be the same team we will see next season because they will be reloading. Um, again, it, it just kind of disappoints Seth Morgan through three picks. Goes 23 for 47. The running game was solid for, for VMI, 223 yards on the ground. Just defense was just abysmal, giving up 616 yards. It, it was just bad. Um, it, man, and you look at what VMI is losing. You lose Jacob Harris, who's been an All-American receiver for you. Didn't hear his name called a lot um, lately. I mean, the Furman game, I don't know if he was banged up or what. He doesn't get the ball. Um, I, I don't I don't know. It's just I, I'm a little bit hesitant to, to even – Say if you know maybe if he was getting the ball a little bit more maybe you know production wise he may have been a been a bigger factor because we I'm looking at receiver right now his name's not even on there so I don't know if he's in, if he was injured or what but I mean it, he just makes he makes a difference Michael Jackson he he didn't catch a he didn't catch a ball he did not catch a ball so uh, Michael Jackson was a great receiver he's transferring as well. Corey Brady, who's been a stellar running back for for VMI, he didn't play either. I mean, it, it's it's amazing to me. It, it's like they played with only the guys that are coming back for next season. It's like everybody else just took a took a back seat. Nicholas Harnett, their center, and it's just the list of people not coming back on their offense just continues to grow. I mean, just man, just the lack of a graduate of a grad program really hurts. A lot of some of these football teams. You look at Wofford. I mean, don't get me wrong. Wofford has a lot wrong with them. I mean, good grief. But now VMI Furman finally getting a grad program to somewhat kind of steady the ship a little bit. But I mean, just wow. Just not a lot. You know, not 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 a lot of options to help make your team successful. So the it kind of falls on the universities to give their give their teams a chance. It really does. But I mean, it's poor VMI. Hey man, moving on. Furman and Sanford. I, I thought the Paladins handled this game well, uh, minus kind of the last maybe several minutes of the game. Was, I think at one point thirty-five to ten, and next thing you know, it's forty-two to thirty. Uh, thirty-five is the final score, if I'm not mistaken. Forty-one to thirty-five. Very close game. Really good game. Liam Welch getting a touchdown to kind of close out his career. Um, you, you just can't beat that. That's a good way to kind of go out. Um, Palin defense held Liam Wells to 269 yards passing, which has been pretty good considering how much they've struggled passing defense wise the last couple games. And they picked them; they got a, they got an interception from him. Uh, Jace Wilson delivered with 145 yards passing, um, going seven for 11. I think the, I think the young kids are going to be impressive. I, I'm I'm impressed with him. Um, I'm hoping he sticks around long enough. Um, I, I think he's going to be. I think he is the future. I think. You give him a true offseason, he he fully learns the playbook and he's able to go state remains eligible. I just think the kid's going to be special for Furman. I it would not surprise me if their passing game is completely reminiscent of some of the games that Darren Granger had with the Palins when he played against Georgia State even though now he's at Georgia State. Funny how that worked out. But you you look at some of those games, I I feel like Chase Wilson can have those type of games if not better. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it develops. But at least they know they have an unstoppable running game. They have Dominic Roberto, 
man, what what a kid. 216 yards rushing, just balled out. Just an impressive showing in the run game for the Palins. I mean, you just can't beat it. Kudos to the Palins offensive line. Again, I think the future is bright for this team. Defense has pretty been, has been pretty steady. Of course, we're going to have to fine-tune some things in their passing defense, but run defense-wise, they've been been pretty solid. Um, the Palins ruined Sanford's senior day. I mean, it was just a, an impressive game all around. Um, Sanford, you know, I, I, I think they they played well as well. I mean, they, they – well, I can't say they played well, but – they they played okay to a point to where it was just really good firm in defense. I mean, Sanford moved the ball well in the first extremely well within like two minutes scored in the first quarter. Uh they scored a touchdown the opening drive, I think. And then after that it was just pretty much firm his defense, just swallowing them whole. Well, not, let me not say that. It's just firm his defense, just take it just beating them at their own game. But um Again, really good football game. Um, neither team has anything to hold their heads down about. Just Furman really kind of came prepared and just won that game outright. Really good football game. And so just a brief detail on what next season holds for the Palins. They lose three stars on offense. Uh, Clark Daniel, uh, Ryan DeLuca, and Devin Wynn. Defensively, they lose London Lewis, Parker Stokes, Adrian Hope, Elijah McCoy, and Travis Blackshear. A lot of guys who have played for them. Regardless of what they've what they're losing – they have a they have a lot of depth and a lot of positions to where they're they're gonna be they're gonna be fine. I mean, I think they, they can easily be a top three team in the conference if quarterback plays consistently better next season. And I, I think it will be. I, I truly think it will be, and I would not be surprised if Furman is back being the top dog of the conference. Sanford, probably the best offensive output and and outputting school in the conference um that probably won't last long because i think western carolina is going to probably take the reins from them um just hate how bad their defense was all season man you you give them a, a better defense and you keep that same offense they've had and maybe some turnovers here and there but you keep that same offense man easily 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 a conference contender but Hey, defense wins championships, and you know they just weren't ready for prime time. You know they 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 did not have the defense, so um, Sanford's de- de- defensive coordinator is going to have to figure something out because I mean that is just abysmal. I mean you give up five hundred and three yards to a struggling Paladin offense. Now, be albeit you know Sanford is has the worst defense in the conference, but still, I mean this that's the game where you kind of shore it up. You know you tie it up, you give yourself something to look forward to in the next season. I mean. Man, it was just like watching the Chiefs play, you know, or the early part of their season. It was just watching the Chiefs defense play. I mean, it's really disappointing. And the biggest question, I think, for them going into the, to the offseason would be who will be the guy to take over Liam Welsh, Welsh's spot since he's he has departed for hopefully a successful NFL career or hopefully a roster shot. Um, I, wish not, I wish nothing but the best for Liam. Liam's an incredible guy. Um Heck of a quarterback. I'm I'm hoping a team gives him a chance. I, I think he's going to be very special for somebody. But um, it's going to be interesting to see where, where they turn out. And, again, we'll give a more in-depth review of, of this football team um, in the offseason. I think it – yeah, we'll save that for the offseason. We won't do that next episode. We'll save it for the, for the offseason to kind of really evaluate exactly the recruits that are signing and all the other good stuff so that way we know um, – who who we can say is going to be actually be that be that team? Who who's that team? Moving on. Uh, 
I, I want to. I'm not going to bother with Wofford. I, I've, I've said enough about them all season. I mean, they, they just they they need a complete facelift. I mean, it's just bad, and it's just a really disappointing season. I expect them to play a lot better. Just losing all their SoCon games, going one and ten. I knew that no, no one expected them to beat North Carolina. I don't think they expected to beat North Carolina. I think it's just one of those games where you just go out, you just have fun and enjoy the ride. Um, if Coach Conklin's seat isn't hot now, oh, it's, it's it's about hot as hell right now. I tell you that because it's just really, really disappointing. And they they've been on a on a trajectory of going bad. Played really bad in the spring. Played really bad this fall. I don't think it's going to get any better. Um, I think Wofford's going to probably still be a bottom of the pack team. Mm. Mercer, I want to talk about them. I, easily a top three team in the SoCon next season. Easily, I just wouldn't. I w- I wouldn't be surprised if they either tie or out outright win the SoCon. I think they're one of those teams that can do that. I think um, ETSU is also one of those teams. Just main guy on offense that they will be losing is Quay Holmes, and I think an offensive lineman. Um, they just, they have a lot coming back. I mean, you can look at a lot of things, but I think they're going to be very talented. Um, but again, sticking with Mercer, I think Mercer is definitely going to be a top three team. I think honestly, I think it will be ETSU, Mercer, and Furman um, next season. And I'm not saying Furman is because I I graduated from Furman, I played at Furman, but I think Furman actually has a good shot if they tie up that quarterback situation. I I just don't see them not being good. So. Who knows? But again, I think Coach Chronic did a heck of a job with Mercer this season. Um, lost one one game to Alabama. Lost a game to Alabama. Gets blown out by VMI. I kind of hate that they lost the way they did against VMI, and then they lose against ETSU. An eight and three season is not bad at all by any means. They should have made the playoffs. They really should have made the playoffs. I, I hate that the FCS kind of screwed them the way they did. The playoff committee did, but. You know what? They'll be back and they'll be ready to go. So I, I'm very hopeful for Mercer's future. Um, let's talk about the Citadel and uh, Chattanooga. It's just funny how the Mox just gave up. Uh, I mean, just have nothing left to play for. Just tuck their tails between their legs and they just, just kind of just took it. The Citadel just took it to them. I mean, just played really well in the run game. Just absolutely demolished them. I mean, just ran over them. I mean, it, it was just bad by the city, by, by, excuse me, not the city, by, by, by the mocks. I mean, what happened to that stellar defense? The guy sit out again? Did, did you pull what you pulled when you played Chattanooga? Not Chattanooga, when you played Mercer in the spring? Like, did, did you do that? I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of discouraging to watch them just lay down a little bit against the Citadel. I, by all means, they should have beat the Citadel. I mean, Come on now. I mean, but hey, you know what? I'm I'm gonna give Citadel the kind of the benefit of the doubt. And which they could be a dangerous middle of the pack team. They could ruin some seasons next season. I they, they could ruin some teams' hopes of winning a conference championship next season. I'm not gonna expect much out of them. I don't think they're gonna be a conference contender. Um I think Brent um Thompson, I think his his seat's gonna be a little bit hot now. I think it's steaming up, but you know, I think he may stick around another season after beating the mocks. And, you know, with the mocks, you just never know what to expect with them. I mean, hopefully they get a quarterback next season that, that can play pretty well, kind of similar to what Nick Tiano was for them. Um, I, I, they have potential, but they just – it's just nothing to get you too excited. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to save my in-depth analysis for each team until next offseason. Uh, just the trend for a lot of these teams in terms of who wins the SoCon is who can have the most guys returning. 
I feel like um, having guys that are experienced definitely will win you the game. I mean, of course, anybody will say that, but as you can see, there's no there's no team with a significant amount of young guys that gets the job done. ETSU had a significant amount of older guys. Um, Chattanooga surprisingly actually had probably the, the most older guys, but still just couldn't do anything. So I'm I may say that might be a little bit more than just the players, but you know I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say all that. But um, so how did I finish with predicting all the games this season? Um, I finished with a record of forty two and twenty. I don't think that's too shabby. Uh, first time doing that, so I mean I, I learned a lot in that. Um, it has been a ride so far. Maybe I've probably got about one more episode left in us for this season. Hopefully, we'll see how ETSU does. Um, and we'll continue to ride the, the Bucks train right now as they are defending 2021 SoCon champs. Let's see if they can make it to an FCS championship. Let's see if Quay Holmes can ride off in the sunset with, with one more ring on his finger. Thank you, guys. See you again.